Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Week 10, one more week till the playoffs begin, and we're here to talk about it. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. Sideline to sideline, the 3A Week 10 edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing, Small Town Society, and Power Plus Mouth Guard right here on L4 Media. And Mr. Goodwin, uh, you and I love the regular season, but mm-hmm. we're finally about to be at our favorite time of the year. Yeah, playoffs, and it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, thank you. Um <clears throat> What? What did you wear for Halloween? Uh, I, I, I'm a Dalmatian tonight. <laughs> and thing that's going on all if night. If you're I'm, not I'm, participating, I'm, I'm such not. as myself, then you are not for the show. I am participating. I'm dressed as a Houston Oilers fan. There oh, we go. Loser. Uh, and I got the tell. Don't. Wow. <sighs> Let me ask you this again. why are you dissing halloween i is it because of all the demons and stuff and your religious i have beetlejuice on the table i've had candy on the table the only reason it's like ghostbusters that's That's beetlejuice that's not ghostbusters beetlejuice is michael keaton yeah that's from from, uh beetlejuice i know when i saw it first a couple of weeks ago i actually thought it was something i could eat no, yeah no. you did you grabbed it. I said that's not right yeah that's from Beetlejuice. That's ceramic right i love yes and i love halloween you're the one that's all scared of ghosts and stuff i'm not either these won't go over headsets yeah you're, we've already had this conversation hey you know there's people logging on right now on youtube going hey i want that hard-hitting 3a football and they're gonna see you all in a oh, why is there hitting... a bow tie i don't know have you never seen a Dalmatian wear a bow tie before? No, actually, I haven't. They're usually more of a tux, tuxedo type guys. <laughs> That's a lab. Anyway. You well, need to know your dogs. What we're going to be doing tonight is what we always do, at least during the regular season. Uh, and on that note, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Next week, it starts different for us. If you're new to listening to our shows, uh, we're going to be picking every playoff game. So we don't really reference a lot back. We might bring it up when we're talking about certain players for certain games. 
We will not talk every game. We'll pick every game. There's a big difference. We always get there. Why didn't you talk about five and five versus three and seven? Well, because it's five and five versus three and seven. We don't want to talk about those, but we will pick them. And then we'll pick what? Probably two games per region each week that we really want to kind of focus on. It depends. We'll or go we where the just football, do, we go we, where the football sends us. If there's five really good first or second round games, we'll pick those. So we're going to talk all th- region three, basically every game in region three, <laughs> division one, because it's going to be a our third division like, two is going to be a slog fest. Yeah, in a good way, in a fun way. Uh, but what we're going to do tonight is what we do in the regular season, and that's look back at week nine uh, and then preview week ten. And no, we're not doing every tiebreaker or all we don't do that man we just talk some of the games and then we go on to the next week i i know there was a time we tried to do that and i i give matt step all the credit in the world and digs and anybody that does all that when it comes to all the playoff scenarios or uh uh realignment mm-hmm. i love the uh, after effects i get a headache trying to figure it all out in the middle me too yeah. and, and that is one thing i do wish i wish the uil would finally go to uniform tiebreakers across the state and not be each district. Some districts have caps, some districts don't have caps, you know, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I, I just think it needs to be uniform just to make it fair for everybody. Just come up with it, whatever it is and everybody do it. But anyway, you don't want to still go back to like penetrations. Oh God. No, I still, so I've only been in one involved in one game that was like that. And it was playoffs. It was Marshall versus Timpson or temple Timpson. Um, so and, the 50 yard line was the yes, goal. Line. Well, well <laughs> the weird thing that was, was is, awesome though. At the time when that's all oh, you yeah, had, it was, it was a blast. That, that was awesome. And that like was so much drama. Well, I don't know how they did it. Sports I, drama. I can't remember how they did it. Like in regular season games, but mm-hmm. I know in the playoffs, with three minutes left in the game, the official called a timeout. Coaches went to middle of the field, and they literally said, this is what you have three penetrations. Well, the regular or, season was the same way. You, okay. Well, you well, want well, on penetrations. Well, no, 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 no. But I don't, I don't know how much like. So what happened is after uh-huh. that, the announcer then before started play said, okay, in case of a tie. I don't remember if they ever did that in district, though. I think district I was re- – they didn't – I don't recall that ever. Yeah. Even in the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, well, at least just, here at Mesquite, that's what they did. They, he, yeah, they, they said, and they probably did. I just – Don't d- remember. I just remember, you know, you would wait. And, you know, none of the games I ever went to in the 80s – Ever um, had a tie? Where I was at. But you would see, you know, so-and-so beat so-and-so yeah. on penetrations. And I just thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I think the only game I ever – was that Marshall versus Timpson, and we won on penetrations. And it was mm-hmm. weird – going crazy when they crossed the 20 with a minute left. And that was, uh-huh. that was it because we had two penetrations. So there was no way that Temple was it the 20 or 50. I thought it was the 50. No, it was 20. Oh, I thought a penetration at the time. At one point it was, oh, was the 50. It? Well, back then in the, in, I thought, by the late eighties, it was the 20. Okay. Well, that's when I was thinking it was the 50. So now that, that would be, man, that would be crappy. The 50. That seemed like that would be no, easy. You just have to have a good punter, dude. There you go. Just flip Special the teams. All right, let's start week nine, three. A. I want to start with Shallwater getting what I think is a really good victory for a Mustang team that's been very up and down this week. As they beat Muleshoe 27 to 19, Cooper Boyd ran for 183 yards on 25 carries. Clayton Vincent ran for 73 yards on nine uh, keepers at the quarterback. Uh, is Shallowwater getting right, right at the right time? I, I think they are. You know, they, they played a – Pretty a very tough schedule, schedule yes. right? Very and, good point. Uh, you know, they came into this game against Muleshoe, who up until, what, two weeks ago, I think it was, was undefeated. Yeah, now that they just suffered their second loss. Right. Uh, but they were 
kind of wiping the field with everybody. And then you see kind of where everything settles, the cream rises to the top. And now we're seeing that, you know, the Mustangs are a pretty darn good football team outside of the schedule that they played. Yeah, you know, th- th- this is a, a district that, I mean, Bushland, Dalhart, Muleshoe, and Shallow Water have all been really solid. Yeah. Yeah, Shallow Water struggled this year. But again, as you said, look at who they played. They started off the year losing to Monahans, Seminole, and Hereford. And, and Hereford, Randall just upset, upset Hereford, or Hereford was going to be second in that district where they're at in 4A. They, they then lost to Dalhart by seven. They got their doors beat off of them by Bushland, but I think that was a revenge game. Remember last year, Shallow Water upset Bushland yeah. in that weird turnover game in Bushland. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't want to be any, I don't want to be Brownfield or any of those teams in the next district having to play this district in the first round. Yeah, that'd be a bad, this kind of feels like this might be a district sweep in this first round. It, it very well could be. All right. Tide Haven, man. Um, what was the score in this game? By the way, I did not put it on the, oh, run you sheet. really didn't let me look I did, real quick. You know, I did. I, I do know that Todd Haven's Joseph Dodds uh, had a monster game. He ran for 328 yards and seven touchdowns. They won 48, seven. 48-7. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joseph Dodd over um, – I just went blank. Over 328 yards, seven no, touchdowns. Uh, Todd oh. Haven beat uh, – Bowling. Bowling, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Joseph Dodd's running for 328 yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, you know, this Todd Haven defense has only given up 14 points all year. They've outscored their opponents 351 to 14. Yeah. All the talk was down in 4A – or I'm sorry, down in 2A uh, a few weeks ago on Honeygrove. Honeygrove's only given up. Yeah, exactly. You know, they've given up zero points, right? Yeah. And here's Tidehaven's quote-unquote plucky defense. You know, they had given up seven when Honeygrove gave up zero. Well, here we are. They've only given up 14, and we're in week 10. Yeah. Or week did. 11, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that last year we all forget it was a defensive slugfest against Poth, twelve to six. Yeah, in that region semifinal, we saw how good Poth was. Last yeah, year. last year, and and we talked about it. Like, and I think maybe this year, I don't know, man. It feels like Tidehaven might have a run to the region final, man. I mean, this this is a team that returned nine of that defense, and last year's defense was pretty darn good too. Uh, they did give up forty two to Industrial, but. In district play last year, they gave up 9, 13, 0, 26, and 14. This year, they're just replacing all those with zeros and sevens. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of dudes coming back from that tough defense yes. last year. And the offense is putting up pretty big numbers as well this year. So, yeah, I would not want to draw uh, Tidehaven in any round of the playoffs. Let's, let's swing all the way back up to where close to where we were because there was, a, in my opinion, a huge either upset or – Iowa Park's about to begin a run as they beat Clyde 21 to 13 as Iowa Park's defense held Blake Carr, that really good quarterback for Clyde, to 152 total yards, 100 through the air, 51 on the ground. Uh, and they did it because they just grinded out. 94 yeah. yards on the ground for Parker Allen. I think as a team, they ran for like 275 yards, uh, three touchdowns. And it this is the Iowa Park team we've all been waiting for since they dropped down the three three A Division One last year. Yeah, you know this uh, Iowa Park defense. I went back and looked some of that, and they would scrape their uh, defensive ends out, mm-hmm. linebackers, and the uh, defensive interior just played excellent defense. And uh, uh, Blake Carr just didn't have a lot of options. Yeah, you know uh, the the plays he made to get that one hundred and one rushing. Uh, 
was very athletic moves. There was not any like just wide open, hey, this, you know, defensive end pinched, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna just take it out and go, you know, 25 and 30 yards. That was a lot of uh three, four, five yard runs. And, and now Iowa Park, they're gonna take on and, and they're not in the run sheet. So we're just gonna talk about it now. They're gonna take on Jim Ned this week. Oh, that's a doozy right there. I mean, there. it's a doozy, and it can completely change how this is going to go. Right now, Clyde, Iowa Park, and Jim Ned are all tied three and one. One of those teams is going to fall out, possibly two. I guess, you know, only, you know, if, and I don't think Clyde's going to lose to Breckenridge. Breckenridge is down this year. Uh, but Iowa Park, Jim Ned, that game's going to decide seeding, and depending on if Iowa Park beats Jim Ned, then Iowa Park would be the district champ. If right. Jim Ned beats Iowa Park, then Clyde, as long as they win, would be the district champ. So we're talking about what's going to alter that side of the three. I like in this game. Uh, I, I like Jim Ned. Yeah, I, I still kind of like Jim Ned. I, I liked it, Iowa Park. I know they've lost their quarterback, but they're still uh, outside outside of that Clyde game. They're taking care of business. But, and, they, and they played decent in that Clyde game. Oh, yeah. The, the Eastland game is the one. You know, they beat Rockdale. I think he got hurt in, I think he got hurt in the wall game. And they beat Rockdale, and we're like, hey, it's Jim Ned. They're, they always do this. And then they got beat by Eastland. But then since then, the, the Clyde game, you know, they went into Clyde. Even though Clyde got upset by Iowa Park, Clyde's, I still think, a three, four-round team this year. Yeah. But it'll be a lot easier for them if they're able to stay at number one, and Iowa Park will decide that when they play Jim Ned. All right, Tatum beat hmm. Jefferson 38-21. I, I, <laughs> to 21. Uh, Cole Watson. Again, it, you're not hearing enough about it's like him. A broken record. Yeah, every week Cole Watson's picking up huge, huge numbers, especially on the ground. 210 yards and three touchdowns on 23 carries. And and he's their quarterback, but he does it a lot for them. And, and the only reason we're not hearing more about them is because Tatum's not state ranked and stuff. I will tell you this: if this defense. And I've given this defense a lot of problems or a lot of heck. But if this defense. We gave them a lot of heck last week. Yes. And if they can hold a team like Jefferson and Cameron Williams at 21, Tatum's going to be playing for a while. Well, and their offense is going to score with anybody. The, the, and and maybe we were wrong in this uh, Tatum defense based mm. on the points they gave up against the teams they gave up, gave them up against Lumberton center. Those are two. They're playing, you know, a division above. Yeah, right? I, that's fine and, with those. I'm fine with those. And, and very potent offenses. So uh, maybe we haven't been kind enough to this Tatum defense. Never. No, I just but, – but you and I are – we grade on a, a tougher curve. You've got to be able to not give up a ton of points to a danger field or, or even a 4A center if, if you're going to make a long run in 3A Division one. in yeah. my opinion. Um, but hey, you know what? This is a good start, though. Well, Hold, this, holding Jefferson to 21 points is a good start going into the playoffs. And, and you know, looking at this region, it's wide open. I know Winsboro's, you know, been great, but I mean, we don't, Winsboro doesn't have a long playoff history. I know, but Winsboro to me is the team to beat. Oh, no, I agree. I think they are, but I'm just saying it's not like last year, even with Braden Bennett out, but let's go two years ago when Mount Vernon had just got beat by Brock and had everybody coming back and you knew, okay, they're going to win the region. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like you. I think Winsboro is the prohibitive favorite, but when you, you know how it is, man, how many times we see these teams that don't have a, a deep playoff run, have their best team, 
run through regular season, oh, yeah, yeah. and then they get caught right. in the first two rounds. Sure. It feels like if you get past the first two rounds, you're usually good as one of those. But it's those first two rounds where you're not used to being in this win or go home. So we'll see. But anyway, good win for Tatum, and I will give them kudos to their defense this one time. Uh, Little River Academy. <laughs> just this one time. Just this one time. Okay. Um, Little River Academy, I think, with a statement win. Yeah. As they beat a Rockdale team who was playing everybody tough, and pulling up upsets against Cameron Young. I think Rockdale actually will qualify for the playoff with that. Uh, but Little River Academy went out and beat them 42 to 21. There's a reason. Whoa. Well, there's a reason that we want to go down to see Franklin and Little River Academy. And it's because we've seen Franklin before, but everybody, including Mark Fan and head coach of Franklin, has been talking about. Uh, LRA all off season mm -hmm. and it, it's turned out he was 100% right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll preview Academy's it, but I'm excited about this game. One loss on the year, I believe, uh, right? Yeah. One loss to, uh, and they're Lorena. Up. It was like 50 or 42 to 39 or something yeah, like that. It, it, yeah. And they're putting up crazy points. Uh, their defense is very situational, right? Yes. And they will, you know, look, Academy, well, we'll, I'm not going to bury the lead because I believe that's on the run sheet. Yeah, in the preview show. Uh, but yeah, huge win for uh, Academy. I, you know, we both I think picked Academy to win this yes, game. I didn't think it was going to be this. But though. We did not think it'd be by three touchdowns like this. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a lot closer. And I, I was actually not. That speaks I, to a team that's peaking. At yeah, the right exactly. Time. And we talked a little bit about that in two A. Yeah, I had to fix that in the break. We talked a little bit about that in two A. Is you know, it, it's your draw and it's where you're at and your mm -hmm. your your arc for a season. And, and it seems like they're hitting it in a really, really good spot. Uh, Hitchcock beat Howitzville 54 to 22. Lloyd's team to 26 for 247 yards passing ran for 92 yards. Cole Fisher, who's back. He was hurt in that Columbus game. He didn't play yeah. the second half. A little bit of a knee yeah, injury. Knee injury. Yeah. Uh, he had seven catches for 99 yards as Hitchcock outgained Howitzville 477. I will say this. Hitchcock has rebounded from that. Yeah. Columbus, really well. Uh, a game. Just in spades. I mean, I, I you know Hitchcock in the mid third quarter to fourth quarter pretty much got owned by Columbus. And you, I have seen a lot of teams fold after running a season like they've ran and then run into a bus all like that. I've seen them fold, and Hitchcock has not done that. Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the things that helped them, and, and I'm a really big becoming a big believer in this talking with coaches and stuff is. When you're in one of those games, and it's a big game, and all of a sudden you start getting boat raced, sometimes that's for the best because you process it all right then in that second half. You get all that bad feelings. You don't. You're not as down when you go to the you know mm -hmm. the the home the next week. You're not watching film in a sad way. You're you're immediately like, okay, that one's gone. Let's move on. Let's go yeah. win. I think good sometimes team, it's, good teams do. Man. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's better when you get beat by a few scores and that's decided instead of it being a three overtime thriller where that can kind of just hang in your gut. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, I just think I'm, I'm like you. I think it was a it was a good bounce back, and it also kind of calibrated Howitzville. The team had been getting kind of hot, and we were kind of wondered about them. I, I still, you know, Howitzville Yokum is this week. That's going to be a barn burner of a game. I still wouldn't want to play Howitzville in the first couple rounds, but. It's going to be Lorena or Franklin playing him in the first round, most likely. So we'll right. see how that goes. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. The, uh, review. review. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to preview week 10. And, of course, we'll have Coach X right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. 
Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Helmets don't protect every direction of force. And in some sports, uh, a helmet just isn't part of the equipment, like basketball or soccer. Hockey has a small type of helmet. They just don't protect you against all the directions of forces that come into play. You can get forces on top of your head, on the side, on the back, but under the chin, there's nothing to protect that except for a physiologically positioned jaw. Putting your jaw in its physiologic rest position brings the actual jawbone away from the skull so that when you receive that force from an impact, that force doesn't get translated through the joint into that cradle of the skull, injuring the brain. Terry Vinegar, good one back here, sideline to sideline, the class 3A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing, also brought to you by Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. Uh, as we've talked about before, you see this right here. This is Franklin's football field. It's in a beautiful T-shirt. Are we going by there? Yeah. Uh, I don't Friday? know. Yeah. We're going over- down to Franklin for the academy game right yes we're going down to franklin for the academy game we're going to go visit with uh small town society at messy nest that's the studio where they sell their gear in franklin again if you want to buy it online shop smalltownsociety.com they have are game you gonna to- bring cash so i can have some stuff no we're gonna dine and dash that's the whole plan oh they serve food there no we're gonna just dine and dash though it'll confuse them i promise it'll work i am not eating another shirt they another they have game day gear for women men and boys they have holiday they have hats and accessory they have inspirational they have christian short sleeve shop all they have sales they have texas they have everything again and i said shop all i'm literally reading off the list <laughs> shop smalltownsociety.com we appreciate them not only being a sponsor of this show but also being a sponsor of the franklin football show which by the way that's being recorded Thursday this week. Any, I wanted, I'm going to say this in the 2A show because we have a couple of them. Any 2A show or any Thursday show that we record right now, which is almost all of them, will now be moved to Tuesday with it being the playoffs and 2A and 3A mainly playing on Tuesdays or Thursdays. I want to be able to get all that in. That is that sound good? Uh, it sounds dumb, but you know what else sounds good? What? Listen. 
X gon' give it to ya. Wait for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to you. Is this my segment when I come in? Now it's just I get my views. I think we need to start giving my views. I, I, I think you do 90% of this show, especially whatever the last show is, you always give your views. I think that a listener wants me though. Uh, are you gonna be jokes. the are you gonna be the new uh Alex Jones of Texas high school football? Oh, that's that guy from Austin that does all the weird like I'm conspiracy not, theories. You're gonna be a conspiracy I, I theorist Coach of Texas. X is, <laughs> He's not far off. I know. All right, here's what Coach X has to say. I love Coach X, by the way. So. Uh, oh, now you do. Mm-hmm. Terrence, how did you make it this far in life? JR question mark. You didn't know who JR was? Yes, I did. I was sick last week. This is why you don't want to ever tell Coach X anything. JR was a big part of WWF as peanuts are to butter. Actually, he was bigger for Mid-South and in all of wrestling, not just WWF, you tardo. As important as the point after touchdown, and you blew it. Hey, Grant, yes, you do, Cy, when Coach X music comes on, and now we can all see that you eye-roll as well. Thank you for that, Taylor. Let that be a lesson to all you kids out there. If you're going to deny something, don't document him with a video. That's a good point. That could go a long way on a lot of stories. I didn't know he was watching video. But I will say this. Why are we talking about Dallas? Let's. I, that was a bad show. Dallas? Nobody said anything about Dallas. He said JR. That's Jim Ross, not J.R. Ewing. Oh, the painter. <laughs> That's Bob Ross. You love oh. this bit. You're good at it, but you love this bit. Uh, so next time you're committing a misdemeanor or something along those lines, don't film it and keep it offline. Or the graduated from misdemeanor, sir. (laughs) Isn't there a movie called? Oh, that's High Crimes and Misdemeanors. The more you know, Star Wipe, NBC theme. Hey, Taylor, do that. Now back to Granthalio. Granthalio? Granthalio? I tell you what, you keep up with those types of shenanigans in this show, or it will become cruel and tragic (laughs) and not cheeky and fun like it's supposed to be. Shawn Michaels' voice. Now hit my music. Okay. Again, I know. Confusing. He's out of context. All right, let's go to the game that we're going to be at this week. It's a short list this week because next week's the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't know why. If we feel like we shorten the show, it makes playoffs come quicker. It's like Christmas night. Uh, but we're going to be down in Franklin uh, to see Little River Academy versus Franklin. I, uh, you know. We were already excited about this game, but Franklin losing to Lorena kind of makes this even a little bit more interesting because I don't think this changes anything about Lorena to me or uh, Franklin to me though. That well, loss, not yet, week. not yet. If they lose in the same fashion against Little River Academy, I do think you have to start going. Okay, this defense has some deficiencies that might really actually hurt them in the playoffs. Well, I, I look. I think Academy is going to be able to move the football. Let me be Coach X here okay. by the way. Doesn't uh, Little River Academy sound kind of like a Southern rock band? Yeah, that's actually really good. That's... Thank you. Thank you. I cannot believe X didn't think about that. But Academy's quarterback, uh, Casey Mraz, thrown for over 1,600 yards, ran for 620. Uh, Kavili Neely has ran for almost 1,400 yards. And then they got uh, two really good receivers in Vincent Williams and Zane Clark. Uh, we know what Franklin's going to show up with with Jaden Jackson and Bubba Jackson at running back. Uh, Jaden Jackson can just tear you up. But Bubba Jackson, they can bring him in, and he can do damage. Yeah, and he's going to be special. And, and I think you're going to probably see him play a little bit more defensively too. You know, they're kind of working him in like they did Jaden as a freshman on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball in key moments. Yeah. Um, 
I, I love what Little River Academy is doing uh, when you look at Casey Mraz. And this is their second quarterback in four years. So they're starting to, you know, kind of become that where you look at them kind of like we look at Glen Rose or some of the other schools where they just they always seem to every few years have a really good quarterback. And well, they had been just I, I don't want to say a doormat for so many years, but, but they, they were, just were, they were legitimately really good. They yeah. were the Anderson Shiro of the yep. area, right? Yeah. Not to knock Anson Shiro. And what's impressive, what's impressive about this crew is this is under a new coach now. Mark Mullins, his first year there, and they're continuing. Mm-hmm. That's when a program starts taking, especially at the 3A level. Look, you would love to be Lorraine and have a coach for 30 years or Franklin and get your hometown guy and most of the staff to come back. But for the most 3A world, you're going to have to cycle through coaches. And for them to win under the last coach and going 11-2 and two a couple years ago, which I think was the most playoff or you know they went two. i think that was the most playoff wins they'd had mm-hmm. to now with a new coach doing the same thing that tells me that this program is starting to lay foundations in saying that i still like franklin in this game i do too and i i like it because Braden Uri at, at, at linebacker is going to cut out a lot or limit a lot of that mid-tier passing game yeah for academy yeah. i really i really do think they can do so many things with Yori, I mean, he is a beast in the running game. I think he's got a lot of range to handle anything mid. Uh, and, you know, honestly, can Franklin or can Academy stand up to the physicalness of Franklin's offensive line and Jaden Jackson coming at you for four quarters? It's hard. Yeah, we've, had, that you're we've right. seen one team do it. Uh, actually, two teams do it in the last two years, maybe three. When you count Brock in the state championship, Lorena this year, uh, and uh, what was it? Lorena Brock. This year, too? Uh, no, actually not this year. Yeah. Nobody's done it this year. Oh, Columbus last year. Columbus last year, yeah, 24-21. Yeah, they, yeah they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, that still wears you down. Oh, yeah, it does. Even though, even though you can play with it, uh, a lot of teams check out, right, yeah. and can't handle it physically. Even when you can handle it and you take them four quarters, that's you're still point. at the end when you got to make the stop, you can't make the stop. No, that's a really good point. All right, so you have Franklin. I have Franklin. I have Franklin. I think Franklin wins by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, it, think, I think it's going to be close. going to be able yeah. to put some points up, but I just don't know I could that even Academy s- can stop Franklin offensively. I don't, look, again, I go back to this Franklin loss to Lorena. Look. You know, Franklin was on a what 39, 39 yep. game winning streak. The streak was going to end. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't know, I haven't, not, I, I don't talk to Coach Fannin like you do every week, but I, I'm telling you right now that there was a little bit of a sigh of relief. Oh, yeah. We've oh, yeah. got that off our back. Did they want that maybe earlier? Probably, but that's fine now. They've got that off their back. Now they can go back to focusing on week to week and not having to worry about, you know, upholding and keeping a, a winning streak. I Let's agree. just go win championships. No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think Franklin is going to be better for that loss. Speaking of winning championships, the Texas Rangers have gone five, nothing on Diamondbacks already. I uh, just checked. It was all nothing. two outs, all oh, runs, wow. two outs in the second inning. Um, anyway, let's see what coach X has to say. Oh goodness. I don't like this. Oh no. Coach Fannin. This is from Coach X, by the way. Any Franklin fans, Coach Fannin, if you tend to listen, Coach Fannin, are you listening? Yes? No? Then listen and listen good. 
you don't have any hair on your ass if you don't run out of the tunnel to any of the following songs. Lonesome Loser or Take It Easy on Me. Be awesome. Everybody waiting for the fight song, and then they just hear, have you heard about the Lonesome Loser beaten by the Queen of Hearts every time? Have you heard about the Lonesome Loser? He's a loser, but he keeps on trying. Do it, Mark. Make it happen, Captain. Oh, and the Lions win this one. Why would he play that, though? Like, what's the reason for Lonesome? that pulled up? No, I don't. I didn't. I didn't read this oh, before. Oh yeah, that's right. I get board up. Have that pulled up. <laughs> wow. No, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying a, a board op that I know would have that. Well, really? Would they? Yeah. But why? But now you're me, pulling why, it up. But why? And it doesn't count now. Why? But why that song? Like that song doesn't make any sense towards because he's. Oh, I don't even have the right one. Never Colin, Yeah, Franklin. I don't know, but yeah, you don't even know. So quit acting like you do. Goddamn, you so kiss his he ass, Franklin. Yes, it is Reagan. Okay. All right. Grossbeck versus Malakoff. Grossbeck seven and two, but they don't have Mike Jones. So I'm going Malakoff. No, <laughs> they have a pretty good quarterback in themselves in Trent Platt. Uh, they have good running backs in Jordan Smith and Marquise Gibson, but Malakoff does have Mike Jones, Jerry and Hall, Chauncey Hogg. Though that's a three headed monster. Oh, for yeah. Malakoff that I don't think any Grossbeck defense in their wildest dreams can stop. And I look at this in the region who can stop this three-headed monster for Malakoff. Well, I'm going to say this. And this Malakoff defense is pretty darn good, too. They don't get enough credit. No, they don't. The, the most points they've given up all year is 21, and that's against Grandview when they scored 51. I, I'm going to yeah. say this. The last few years, rightfully so, 3A Division One has been fractured into you're looking at Region 1 or you're looking at Region 3, and Region 2 and 4 are just kind of there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the same with Malakoff this year. I think on paper, and if they play up to their potential, this Malakoff team is better than the two Mount Vernon teams that took Brock to the mat in back-to-back well, state semifinals. Malakoff's losses in the playoffs, they were right in those games and could have very well won those yeah. games even last year. Right? Yeah, last they year just, they lose to Brock 21-10, to 10, but that game, that game was way closer all game yeah, long. Yeah, and that. they had their – chances they made a bunch of mistakes uh i don't think this malakoff team if they come in focused doesn't make those mistakes i'm not gonna you know we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves no and uh you know call state champions here or there right now right maybe next week but if if you're looking at it malakoff hey i just they are very easily one of the favorites to make it into Arlington. I just want to say Malakoff. Very impressed with the two Malakoff. To, I've only seen Malakoff on film twice. Yeah, but when I have, they are about as impressive as anybody I've seen. They they took being out physical by Brock. That was one of those things that Malakoff is like. We might lose, but you will not out physical us. And Brock mm-hmm. out physical them. They pushed them around at times, and they took that with a chip on their shoulder. They took it into their offseason program, and I just want to remind you. Malakoff is not far off of how Franklin was a few years ago when Franklin oh. was always good but couldn't quite win state. Always good. They finally get to state. They lose a heartbreaker. I would say that they're they're making it further than what yes. Franklin had done the Until 10 they, years yes. coming up. And, and so it just feels like Malakoff's going to be due soon. And, and this feels like Why one of those years. Year? Yeah, well, everybody's looking at Lorena, Franklin, Columbus, Hitchcock, and everybody's looking at Brock and Bushland. Malakoff's sitting right in the middle of the state going, Sam. let's go. Yeah. We're, we're not afraid Think of anybody. Think about them. Overlook us. Yes. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Look, Grant Delamue, I know this one looked... Oh, my I, God. He has got a hard-on for me all of a sudden. I know, because... Uh, yeah. What did I do? You roll your eyes at I him. I don't roll my I know eyes. this one looks 
I know this one looks on paper, but come on, the goats got this one, man. Won't even be a game. Actually, not even I can keep that charade going. I know. I have to come up with something on the run sheet, dude. <laughs> I was laughing as I typed that. Malakoff is my pick to win state, despite the Yosemite <laughs> Sam cop that gave me a ticket. Wow. So Coach X says that they're going to win state. Tigers make this game look like the goats get loose in the zoo and jump into the tiger cage. Bad day to be there, man, with my three-year-old daughter. Has that happened? Bloodbath. Uh, so we all agree with that. What does he want me to pick? Center Gertudis Academy versus <laughs> Progresso? Okay, I the mean, moment you on, pick dude. that, I'm out. You can you can stay in my house in the studio, do what you need, but I'm not talking okay. though. I just say I gotta come up with something on the run sheet and girls back Malakoff. Record wise, seven and two yeah. versus an undefeated look. Sometimes like we, we know we know the results, but it, you gotta it, talk about I, I get it now because you would I would watch these, you know, pregame shows and it'd be especially like 2004 or mm -hmm. 2005 for Texas, you know, they're second in the nation and they're playing a ranked team, but you know, they're going to just beat the doors off but of they them, gotta but they the got to pump up. the game up. The pregame's got to have the opponents coaches and you got to have one or two on the, on the committee go, you yeah. know what, if, if things go just <laughs> right and it never happens and sometimes you just got to do that. But, yeah. and, and in saying that, I mean, gross back to team that can make some noise a couple rounds into the playoffs. I mean, especially where they're at in that playoff break. All right, let's go. Yoakum versus Howitzville. Uh, this is more just, uh, hey, we've been kind of talking fringe on Yoakum all year. Uh, and, and, you know, th they've beaten who they should beat and probably lost to who they should have lost. I still think Yoakum and Howitzville, both these teams, if they weren't going up against the next district in this round, they would be teams that could be, and I don't I, think they're going to be walkovers. I, I will know, say that. I think Yoakum has a chance to pull the upset over anybody they play. I but that would be Lorena Columbus, or Franklin. Yeah, well, I think Yoakum can play with you think they, both yeah, of I those. agree with that. I, I agree with I that. I do. I know that uh, Yoakum uh, gave up a blowout to Columbus, right? Yeah. Columbus just rolled up on them. Uh, but I don't think that's the true Yoakum team you're going to see week in and week out into the playoffs. And I would not want to play Yoakum in the playoffs. Look, Franklin rolls in, Lorena rolls in. They're going to be the favorite over uh, Yoakum. What are you doing? I just dropped some. It's cool. Just go. Keep going. Okay. I'm sorry. I just I, I have used to, to deal a standard with... of excellence. So, uh, but I. <laughs> what I, show are you on? <laughs> Can I be on it? Wait, this isn't the Galena Park North Shore show is it right Galena that's what i thought we were <laughs> we on talk schemes of the mustangs each and every week <laughs> um but i think yokum is that team that can take out anybody on any given night i really do you know what they i feel the athleticism like and they've got a defensive front their, their whole defense is quick yeah like you cannot sleep on yokum they feel like and I like Yoakum against Howitzville. I like Yoakum yeah, by like 10 Yoakum to 14 game. points. I, they feel like the old school Atlantas who would play a tough district, non-district schedule. They were in a tough district. Mm -hmm. They'd be six and four, and then they would beat the second place team in the other district. So you're saying Yoakum has a pitcher that's going to go play for, um, who is it? Is there an Atlanta pitcher? There was. The for the true, Rabbits? Um, yeah, maybe he wasn't a pitcher, but he went and played baseball. Oh yeah, he played for the Rangers for a couple of years or for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he was a defensive guy. He was he was a center. I can't. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Anyway, let's see what Coach X has to say. Well, that was a failed bit. Wow, another bulldog. What were you trying to do? <laughs> I was trying to exert my baseball, baseball knowledge over you, which was stupid. Wow, another bulldog mascot. 
hashtag AIDS mascot. Get your shirt. This is why I roll my eyes. Get your shirt. Even though I wasn't rolling. No, I roll my eyes at this too. Get your shirts at Sideline to Sideline brought to you by L7M6 Clothing. Although I've always felt Yoakum should have been the Sam's. Just a midget and some fucking wranglers walking the sidelines saying we're the roughest, toughest, tootinest galoots to ever take the field. That would actually be awesome. Give me Yoakum in this one. All right, so we both have, or we all have Yoakum. We've all picked the same. That's kind of scary. All right, we're going to finish it out tonight, staying uh, on the eastern side of the state, way north, Harmony versus Dangerfield. Harmony, you know, everybody kind of wrote them off after losing the hooks in Beckville. But they've done exactly what they did last year, and they're just quietly getting momentum. Boston Seahorn, we've talked about him. They got an athletic defense. Uh, they're going up against a Dangerfield team that has had. It's been a weird year. They've had kind of up and down. They had a major injury at quarterback. They're and, only. They've only lost two games though. Oh yeah, both of them. Both both of these. But you know, right. we're, we're kind of in. A, so, but we say ups and downs for Dangerfield, but they lost the games. We kind of expect them to lose. Yeah, that's a good point. Losing to Timpson, losing the center, and the center game. And again, this was right after the quarterback got hurt. But it was oddly defensive as as they lose twenty eight to twenty one. I remember us previewing this game, thinking, "Hey, winner might score fifty. So, you know, since then their defense, dude. You talk about it. People aren't talking defense these days. Look at these stats on all these teams. They have only given up six points in district, and that was last week, and that was when they were up 35 to nothing. Yeah, Chase Johnson, too, at quarterback for Denchfield, has been just uh, lights out. We saw how good he was last year. Got hurt earlier this year, right, in a non-football injury. He's back. Arian Hampton at receiver, one of the best athletes in Class 3A, and then Ashton Williams at running back. Uh, I – I just think Harmony's defense is going to be stretched too thin. I like Dangerfield in this one. I like Dangerfield in this one, and this might get up to 21 points. I, I just – Harmony's weakness, and it's not a weak weakness, but it's when you're – when we're talking about teams where we think they're going to go, they struggle at times defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dangerfield shut out New Diana 42 to nothing, and Harmony lo- or beat New Diana 42-41. Yeah. That's telling. And, and injuries and all, maybe. But, I mean, those games were back-to-back weeks. So, that's just telling to me as far as what – they have, you know, when it comes to the defense and stuff, and I just, I just think Dangerfield is just a better team right now. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Are y'all going to this game? If so, be on high alert. Oh, he's talking to everybody else, not us. As a fan, are you going to this Harmony versus Dangerfield game? If so, be on high alert. All gas station bathrooms in Dangerfield for one Grant Goodwin. It is true that you just put up a sign on that bathroom that said permanently out of order. Is it true? Yes, it is. Some people say that Dangerfield's greatest defeat was Newton 2018. Not the ones in the know, though. It was Grant versus a porcelain chair in Dangerfield. Melted the eye off the city limit sign. Tigers <laughs> wiped the field with the Eagles. So we That's all actually look. a genius statement. Yeah, that, he's been pretty good this year. Yeah. And I, you know, it was all it all started with uh, CeCe's Pizza in, in Mount Pleasant. Pleasant. Why why we ever stopped at CeCe's? I don't know. We were just young and dumb. Well, we were now. also that was so that was a game. And this was been in a hurry. This was 2013. Uh, and this was a game that you were like, hey, your daughter's at Lyndon Kildare. We kind of want to see them because that was when Jerry Bennett was at head coach. Remember, we visited with him. That was fun talking mm-hmm. with him. Uh, but we went to that game because that was a year that Lyndon Kildare should have beat Newton and Carthage and probably won state. But they did what 
Linda Kildare does. But anyway, we went and saw them, and it was a throw together. We had nowhere idea where to eat, so we just were like, screw it, CC's in Mount Pleasant. We yep. did not know what it was going to do to you. And I still like CC's, but I don't think you do anymore. No, not after that. Let's just say there's a bathroom uh, when you come right into Dangerfield from the Mount Pleasant side. It's, it's on the Exxon. left. It's an Exxon. It's been there forever. I, that used to be my late night stop when I would, because I when I lived in Commerce, I'd go home to see my family to college. Oh, I'd drive I through. I like there. me facing your favorite places. Yeah, then. you did. You burnt. You you peeled the paint. You 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 did everything to that bathroom that could be done. That's the first time I've ever seen you say, "Don't go in." Just don't go in there. Yeah. It was bad. And I did it all in 20 minutes. Yeah, you did. That was the scary wow. part about it. Rome was built in a day. I tore down Dangerfield in 20 minutes. That's going to do it for this week. Again, we're getting through it kind of quick. We're getting ready for playoff football. I want to thank our sponsors, SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouthguard, Small Town Society. We also thank all y'all for listening. If you want to email us questions, thoughts, comments, grantanterry.s2sport.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, or on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. And until week one of the playoffs, he's Grant, I'm Terry, and this has been Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition. Look at me, no, he never caught us so. Oh, 